Hey, we're back at the Getting Grit Podcast. I am glad you could be here with us today. I'm Brad Pohl, your host, and we are here to tell another story of sinners and saints. Are we there yet? Have you been there before? These are pretty common questions that uh, you get on a trip. And maybe you haven't been here before. Maybe this is new territory. Maybe this story is about something that you've yet to experience yet. But by all estimation, you will probably be arriving soon. This is a very common story. Jameson sat on a kitchen chair staring at the floor. He had both thoughts of how finally the grout in the tile floor had been laid and the utter mess that his marriage was in, both of them intertwined in some totally unconnected way. He was engulfed in self-delusion. How did he get here? Getting out seemed without answers. Again, there was a knock on the door. In the back of his mind, the knock seemed like a world away. Maybe netherworld, but not real. As Jameson slowly floated into the present, that emotionless stare and hopeless grip that was all around him seemed to kind of slide away. He readied himself to answer the door. Opening the door, he was stunned to see her. Why did you come here, he blurted out with a rude tone. If my wife hears you, what will she say? What will I say? Come to think of it, you just shouldn't be here. Grace walked in because Jameson had left the door open too long, and the awkward greeting was more like the awkward acceptance of a gift. You know, like the one, someone who boldly stands at the door with a housewarming gift, and even though you don't want to ask them in, they walk right in anyway. Why? Because you opened the door way too wide. This is not good, thought Jameson. Grace responded, I know what you're thinking. You are thinking that she left you and it was your fault. Well, it wasn't your fault. It was hers. But you are a part of it now and it's becoming yours. Why? Because you won't embrace me. Jameson said, look, I, I, I love you, Grace. But Grace cut him short and said, you don't. You No, you don't. If you did, you would embrace me and this mess that you're in would begin to dissolve. Grace said, what is God going to say? He's coming back, you know. What's he going to ask you? That I showed up and walked into your life, but you refused to embrace me? Jameson was befuddled that God would be upset about this tiff that he was having with Grace right now. After all, she had come to him before and he fell in love with her, which he, which he knew was right. And besides that, thought Jameson, if I tell my wife about Grace, she might not ever say she was sorry for what she did. No, no, no. Don't go there, said Grace. Your wife, what she has done, she has done. You, on the other hand, are a part of that only if you don't embrace me. But if you do embrace me, then you can both be free from the guilt. What sort of sick, twisted idea is that, blurted out Jameson. It's neither sick nor twisted, said Grace. Haven't you ever made a mistake? Haven't you ever said or done something that hurt someone else? When we first met, weren't you involved in some crazy situation that was pretty dangerous? Remember? Something that really threatened your marriage? When I came to you the very first time, I stayed with you for a long time. But then you ignored me. You took me for granted. Then your wife ignored you. In your mind, anyway. And you got a little attitude about it. Then she committed the really big thing that has created all this mess. 
Now, I'm back in your life because you left the door open for me to come back in. So why don't you tell your wife about me this time? That's not supposed to be the way it works. I let you in by my free will. She has to do the same, said Jameson. So who told you about me, said Grace? Well, God did, said Jameson. Grace says, I don't recall the introduction being anything near that. I remember this way. There was that movie you watched, then the old lady at the market who spoke to you, the letters that you got from your father, the man begging for money at the intersection of 26 and Sycamore, the priest who spoke to you at the Blarney Stone on St. Patty's Day, and then, of course, your mother's prayers. How is it that you equate all this to God's voice alone? versus God using others and their voices to introduce me to you, said Grace. You of all should realize that this is about my wife, not me. She's the one that did this, said Jameson. Grace, remember, you said you said it yourself. I did, said Grace. And I also said that you are a part of this mess with her, unless you introduce her to me. That is why we are sitting here, That is why you are sitting here with your head hanging down, analyzing the grout in the time. I mean, are you kidding me? With all that you're grieving about, grout, that grainy cement that hides all the imperfections, has captured your interest at this very moment? Get in the game, man, said Grace. You and your wife are one flesh now. So when she cries, do not be surprised by the salt that you're tasting. She is alone out there in a miserable state right now, sitting in a kitchen chair, staring at design patterns in the linoleum. And you are telling me that you don't want to interfere with her apology? Wow. You're living in Mission Impossible, man, and your life is about to self-destruct in five seconds. I am Grace, And I was introduced to you by God through other people for you to share with as many people that you come in contact with. Do not, I am telling you, do not treat me like I am some kind of concubine to be selfishly used and kept in secret. I am a gift from God, just like your wife is a gift from God. And she, like you, needs God's divine grace, which is me. Stop acting like a man who's full of whiskey. Clear the cobwebs, come back to real life, be fully alive, and forgive like you've been forgiven. Listen to the voices that God has used to reach you. The movie, the old lady, those letters with your dad, the beggar, the priest, and of course your mom. All of them were used to tell you this. We all need the divine mercy of his grace. Come on now. Let's you let's get up out of that chair. Old Red told Andy Dufresne that hope is a good thing in the Shawshank Redemption. The old woman said, God bless you, when you offered to return her cart across the lot. The dying father wrote to his son, I regret if I acted with too much justice and not enough mercy. As for the beggar on the corner, As St. John Paul said, we're all beggars. 
Christ laid his hands on Peter and so on down the line to the priest you met. Why are you surprised by his wise words? And finally, this world does not contain a Catholic mother who does not pray for her children. Father, forgive us for our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. And it's so. This is Getting Grit, signing off. I hope you'll come and visit us at www.gritquest.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Hope to see you there soon.